0: confirming the word the word are his promises the promises that he's left and made to all of us the promises of healing of soundness of wholeness and deliverance those promises and he confirms those promises with the manifestation with the signs following with the healing with the restoration with the deliverance with the wholeness with the soundness that is what he is confirming with signs following so that we see it And as pastors say, so we can see the other end, the other end of our faith and get to the end of your faith. What is at the end of your faith? What God has promised and made available to you. And we've got 66 books in the Bible, 66 books of promises that God has made for you. So everything, and I say it again, everything that has, will ever need, God has already made available. He looked at your life and went to the end and backed it up and saw what you would need. And he made that available so that at any time something would come up. And he knows that it would come up because this day is not a surprise to him. But he is looking for you to trust him with the answer, the resolution for you Mm -hmm. out of that situation, out of that problem, out of that circumstance. Mm -hmm. But he's already made it. He has has given us everything that pertains unto life and godliness. So. We've been talking about grace, and we've been talking about faith. And I know all of a sudden it seems like, mm, just, just, it's just a grace message. It's not a grace message. It's not a grace curriculum. Grace is a person, and his name is Jesus. <laughs> and um, it can't be all grace. So I know a lot of times when we hear about grace and we hear about resting that is already done, that is not your moments, your moment to kick up your heels and Netflix all day. That's not what we're talking about, okay? <laughs> that creates a passive Christian. A passive Christian who was, won't do anything. Well, they said, it's coming to me. It's already done. I'm just going to sit here and park it and put it in park and throw out the anchor. Mm-mm, that's not what we're saying. That's right. So that, <laughs> that is not at all what we're saying. That's right. But then on the other side, anything that you do in extremes without the balance, is, there's going to be some type of error to that. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'd say that all the time, and my patients are like, oh, so I understand. I just need to eat carbs and, and, and or I don't eat carbs anymore so then I can lose weight. I'm like, don't do that. You're going to end up back in the hospital. No. <laughs> you just can't eliminate all your carbs and think you're going to lose weight. You're going you're gonna to jack your body up. So no. <laughs> you need carbs and you need protein. Everybody listen to me. Carbs and protein. Okay. Anyway, that was a freebie. But anyway, so you can't just have all one and not the other. You got to have them. So just like you can't go with grace in, in, in one part and nothing else. And then on the faith side. And there are the, the Christians said, it's got to be by faith. Yes, it must be by faith. Yeah. But faith creates the legalism. So legal that you think that you have to do 90,000 confessions and, and pray for 20 years to get an answer. One, to There needs to be a balance there. We need them both. Not all one and not all the other. And we've said it before in our coming up and in in our growing and in our Bible studies and things like that, this is a cumulative learning. All of us at one part start, one time started with the basics addition, subtraction, division, and multiplication. Everything else that we've known in our lives up to now has been about those four basics. You know when you add something, you know when something's taken yes. away. You know when something is multiplied, and then you know we're not so happy, and you have to divide it. Yes. So <laughs> with everything, may it be food or your money, your house, your car, whatever, but you know yes. it has been those the basic four, right? right? So anything that we do, even with the Word of God, has to be a balance. So yes. let's go to Ephesians 2 and 8, King James, and then we'll go to the Amplified. Which is very important, but we're going to get to the meat of the matter, and we're going to highly, highly develop the faith. How many of you know that anything you're highly developed in, you know, it it comes faster? I use math practically all day long, so much so that most times I don't need, I I don't use a calculator. I can come up to somebody and tell you, hey, this is your ideal body weight, this is how many calories you need, this is how much protein you need, because I'm highly developed in it. Someone who has not had as much time developing like I've been developing, they probably won't be able to do it. Doesn't mean that they can't, it just means they need to spend a little more time to highly develop it. And so it's the same thing with like a strong, uh, a very strong acid or weak base. You've got to get the balance. But when they are both running at the same time, you're going to create what you need to create. And the thing is, again, as we know, God has given us everything that pertains into life and godliness. Everything you need is done. Your healing is done. Your soundness, your wholeness, your provision. Everything you need has been abundantly supplied. That 2 Peter 1 and 3. It's already there, but like I said, we're going to do some spiritual fishing. And like we all know, now when you go and throw the fishing pole in the water, just because you threw it in the water, you didn't make fish by throwing it in the water, right? No, you didn't make the fish, but the fish are already there. They are going to nibble, and then you're going to reel them in. Same thing, likewise, when we're saying about using your faith, your faith doesn't make the fish, but your faith will definitely bring the fish in. Okay, so we're going to read Ephesians 2 and 8 and then go back to the other side. So for by grace, are you saved through faith and that not of ourselves? It is a gift of God for by grace, you're saved, saved. So the saved that we're talking about is our soteria. Our, in Greek, it's called the sozo. And it's not just saved from, from, from busting hell wide open. That's something that's good. That's appropriate. <laughs> but there's more to it than that. It is nothing broken and nothing missing. So by grace, have you been saved? By grace, have you been delivered? By grace, have you been redeemed? By grace, have you been healed? By grace, have you, you, um, you have soundness. By grace, you have wholeness. By grace, you have deliverance. By grace. And here's the thing. It's not of you. And it says that it is not of ourselves, but it is a gift right. of God. Yeah. It's a gift. Yeah. And we've explained that before. Look, when somebody gives me a gift, I say thank you. That's right. But when I go to work and I'm looking for my paycheck, that's not a gift because I work for it. That's right. You best give me my money. That's right. Okay. So there's a difference <laughs> in what you've earned and what is a gift. Right. right? We all there yeah. on the same page? Can we do the Amplified, please? Right. So you, that way you know the difference. Yeah. So we are saved. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Far away. Get close. Probably need to get glasses. For it is by free grace, God's unmerited favor, that you are saved, delivered from judgment, and made partakers. Yes. We get to partake yes. of everything that Jesus has done, made partakers of Christ's salvation. Yes, that's it. Yes. Through your faith. Yes. Through your faith. And this salvation, this healing. This deliverance, this wholeness, this soundness is not of yourselves. It's not of your own doing. That's right. It's not of your own doing. They're tell you right there, it says right there, it's not of your works. It's not of your own doing. This salvation, it came out through your own striving. This salvation, it, it didn't come from you having to work for it, but it is the gift of God. That's right. It is a gift, yes. free gift for us to obtain and to receive. All right. This is exactly what we want. So let's go to Romans 4 and 16. Got to know. It's about our faith. The judge shall live by faith. The judge shall live by faith. Yes. Glory be to God. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. Yes. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to only that which is of the law, but to that which is of faith. Of the faith of Abraham. Yes. Who is the father of us all. Yes. He's the father of us all. Can we get that in the Amplified? Mm-hmm. Media, I appreciate you. Love you. <laughs> Therefore, inheriting the promise, inheriting the promises that are in this Bible, inheriting the promises is the outcome of faith. That's why we're using it, so that we can inherit the promise. The promise on healing, the promise on deliverance, the promise on restoration. This is it. Yes. Inheriting the promise is the outcome of faith, and it depends entirely. It depends entirely on faith. You receiving depends entirely on faith yes. in order that it might be given as an act of grace God's unmerited favor which means you didn't do anything to earn it right. yeah. he didn't do anything to earn it mm-hmm. some guy was driving in front of me and flicked up something and I went and thank God there was nobody in the other lane but it was flying past and hit somebody else's car mm. didn't really deserve that but I was appreciative that was unmerited favor yeah. <laughs> I got out of the way. The Lord told me to move and I did what he told me to do to make it stable and valid and guaranteed to all the descendants, not only to the devotees and the inheritance of the law, but also to those who share the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. He is the father of us all. Galatians 3 and 29 says, now we are in Christ. We are Abraham's seed and we are heirs according to the promise. So we've got a right to what's going on. So as explained, we need to find out how, to, how this process really goes. So my little helpers would come and, and be of assistance to me. So we can see how, how this faith goes. This is, this is what we need. Every time we start the process of faith, you need to know how it is now. So there, this is what's been made available to us right here on, on, on this side. So once they get them. So wisdom, soundness, holding, healing, wholeness, healing. Hold them up there we go. Okay, Pastor Dora said you'll take one. Um, and, and this is where we are right now. This is what's, this is our manifested side, the manifestation. So that's what's going on on this side. This is reality where we are right now. It's all reality, but this is where we are. And this is the spirit, what's already been made available to us. Okay. Just so we know. So we know that the just shall live by faith. Where are you, faith? There you go. All right. (laughs) The just shall live by faith, meaning the just shall live by the the, the word of God. So that's why they've got the word on this side. So when we are standing, something comes up, situation pops up. What are we going to do? Okay. So we know we have faith and we know that God has given us everything that pertains unto life and godliness. This is everything that pertains unto life and godliness down there on the side so our soundness our wholeness everything we will need ever in life is already done and it's right there so what typically happens is when we have our faith everybody thinks that the faith makes them but faith didn't make them They're, they're there already so how do we how do we manifest how we get it to the other side how we make it to the other side so let's do romans 10 and 17. Get us there where we need to go. Meeting when you get a chance. Now, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. This is Romans 1 and 17. But the just, they shall live by faith. Yeah. Hebrews ten thirty eight. The just shall live by faith. And anyone not accepting this truth is displeasing to God. Not going to work. So then faith cometh by hearing. Our faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God on wisdom, on deliverance, on soundness, on wholeness, on prosperity. So, for the longest, and I think this, again, when we've had the word faith, come on over. (laughs) When we've had faith, stop right there, okay, and we're like, well, I've got faith in nothing else, and then you're just standing there, but I've got faith nothing's happening. I've got faith. I know I have faith about this situation. I know somebody told me, I went went to church one time, they told me that I'm already healed. I've got faith. Isn't that enough? The answer is no. It is not enough. You need the word of God on healing, on prosperity, on restoration. You need the word of God on that. So how are you going to get that? Your faith comes by hearing and your hearing comes by the word of God. So If we need prosperity, that means we need to get the word on prosperity. So faith and prosperity, excuse me, faith, and Philippians 4.19. Philippians 4.19 says, My God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory through and by Christ Jesus. That's what the word says. And for the longest, and it's natural because this is the way we all thought, because they both were there at the same time, you thought that your... Word that that it made that, but it didn't make that. They fit together like a hand in the glove. So when you get the word, you get your faith. And then your faith makes it to the other side. Please go get prosperity. Take prosperity. prosperity. Yep. All right. Come on back. Very good. (laughs) And you did. Good job, prosperity. Right. So they went and they got prosperity and bought it back on the side that you can now... See, this is the manifestation side, but you had to start out with the word of God. Now, faith can easily at any time. This is where the saints get distracted. When faith goes after having heard the word and they go and get faith can disappear over there. Go over there. Faith can disappear because faith is trying to get what you send it to do. And that's the time that the enemy tries to play with your head. Why is it taking so long? What in the world are they doing? And I kind of laugh with my mom because most times she wants to know, I'll make sure I'm okay. I work in the city; it's a problem. She would text me a hundred times. I'm like, lady, I'm with patience. But she's trying to figure out, to make sure I'm okay, and I get that. But when the enemy comes, he—that's the time that he's going to try and mess with you. He's going to say, you know what? It's not happening. It's been too long. You know what? Mm-mm, it's not going to come. I know they told you at church that you were healed, but you know what? Mm, still feel that pain? Not healed. That's the time that he messes with you. But that's the time that you come back and get more word on healing going back up there to the first first uh, peter 2 24 sit tight mama okay get some more word on that healing first yes. peter 2 and 24 by his stripes you were healed you are healed already yes. and it's okay so now that when you go back and get some more of that word you two come together and you go get your healing go get healing go get your healing Bring healing back, that's right. Bring it back to the other side. Bring it on over to the other side. Keep on going, keep on going down. Keep on going down. Because your faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God and together they can go and get what's already been made available. Your faith didn't make it, the word didn't even make it. It was there already, but your word, hallelujah, the word of God and the faith, they went to go get what was already made and available for you. Okay, Um, healing, you can go back. Prosperity, you can go back too. Okay, good job. Very good. (laughs) So now what I was explaining before is when the enemy tries to stop you and mess you up, is what we hear in James 1 and 2. Can we go there, media? And the thing is, is patience. Talks about patience. Now, what patience is not. Patience is not putting up with the lack. Patience is not putting up with the sickness. Patience is not putting up with not having what you need. That is not patience. Patience isn't even getting excited, you know, not excited when some, you're sitting in traffic and somebody cut you off and you want to flip a bird. No, don't do that. That is not patience. What patience is, is consistently the same. All day long, consistently the same. I'm gonna keep saying it. I am healed. Mm-mm. I am healed. Achoo. Yes, Lord, by your, by your stripes, I'm already healed. Yes, yes, I am healed. I am healed, I am healed, I am healed. I am healed. Being consistently the same, yes. all the time, consistently the same, that is patience. That's right. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. More, three. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, worketh consistency. Being consistent about what you started out with in the beginning. Meaning don't change because the situation looks ugly. Don't change because the doctor said you only have two weeks to live. Don't change because they said they're going to put you out in a month. Don't change because they said that nobody's going to have a job in three months. Don't change. My God will supply all of my need according to his riches and glory through and by Christ Jesus. So from this side so we can see it. Okay. So how do you send it? This is how you send your word Just what we did last time. All right. So we're going to go get prosperity again. Oh, sit tight. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. You said everything I put my hands to, shall, will, and must prosper with good result. And Lord, I thank you that you will supply all of my needs according to your riches and glory. Go, both of you. Philippians, go with your faith. That's the word. Find your prosperity. Prosperity. Right, but slow. Come back slow. Come back slow. Mmm. Not there. Mmm, bank account. Not looking so wonderful. Oh. I got an unexpected bill. Nope. God said he supplies. God said he supplies. Even when it's looking ugly, That's right. you keep right on saying, be consistent in the same until it shows up yes. on this side, the manifested side. How do you do that? How do you make it come faster? First, grace makes, faith takes. That's right. Repeat after me. Grace makes, faith takes. Grace makes, faith takes. Your faith will take what's already been made available. If it was not, if you did not see it in the Bible, it is not there. So you do not have grace to go and rob a bank. You do not have grace to go kill somebody or some fools. That's, that's, that's not made for. He didn't make provision for that. Okay, he did absolutely did not make provision for that. But he made provision for soundness. He made provision for wholeness. Those are the things that faith can take because grace has made them already. Now, what you are trying to do now to make that come faster, it's very simple. You got to, one, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. 1 Timothy 6 and 12 says, We must fight the good fight of faith and claim eternal life to that which we are called. It's going to be a fight. Just because you got the scripture doesn't mean that's the end of it. Yes, I get it. I understand you have the word, but you got to be consistently the same day in and day out. When you get up in the morning, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Today is my day of restoration. Lord, I thank you. You promised restoration. Psalm 69 and 4, you, Lord, I thank you. You said that you restored that which you did not take away. Yes. Job's not restored yet. That's right. uh-huh. Devil says, mm, didn't work. Lord, I thank you. Today is my day of restoration. I know everything has already been restored. You said it already. Yes. Gotta notice. Mass layoff. Hmm. What do I do? Yeah. What do you do is you stay with the word now and it sounds so simple and I told gave my mom um, this example because I was reading it it was um, Terry Savelle and she was talking about how she went to France and uh, their flight was delayed and she was obviously supposed to come back to Dallas Texas and she didn't she wind up they wound up being rerouted to Iceland <laughs> instead of Texas and uh, while she was sitting there she's like you know what they the the pilots assured us guys it's okay no problems no worries because these are the things that are drilled into our head when we start flight school three words She's, you know, And I'm listening, I'm like, yeah, uh-huh, what's the three words? Fly the plane. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was looking for something super deep. It was just fly the plane. And she said, yes, fly the plane. This is what they say, they're taught day in and day out. Fly the plane, meaning don't let anything distract you, don't panic, don't crash the plane, don't go crazy, fly the plane. Fly the plane. And go to where you had intended on going from the beginning. Where were you going before your storm hit? Where were you going before they said you weren't going to have a job? Where were you going before the doctor said that you have some incurable disease? Where were you going? Where were you going? You need to get the word on that. And when you get the word on that, you don't stop. You go to where you intended. And this time, get to the end of your faith. The end of your faith is healing. The end of your faith is deliverance. The end of your faith is soundness. The end of your faith is wholeness. Get to where you were going. She gave an example of, of um, uh, Pastor Miles Monroe and Corey ten Boom and Oral Roberts. All the people were talking. I was like, man, she was in all these people. Anyway, at that time, it must have been 1976, wasn't born yet. And anyway, <laughs> the, the, the issue was she, he had asked um, Corey Boone at 82, what, what helps you, what helps you s- stay going every day? You know, how are you this spry, and how are you moving, and it's not, not an issue? Very simple. I keep my eye on what God gave me. Not, not vision. I have to read it to you, because the, the way it was explained to me, I was like, well, how did, what? And it was, you keep what God told you in the dark. I said, well, what does that mean? Like, how does, how does that... What is like? How do you get to that point? What, what what do you do with that? And when I heard it, I said, "Okay, it's about the promise—the promise that God made you." And I want to get this because when I when I read it, I was like, "What?" It, it was just it, it, to me. I said, "Okay." So I see well, I see what this is. Here it is. Remember this: believe in the dark, what God told you in the light. So when you're when the issue is the darkest, when the problem is the darkest, when it looks like there's no way out, believe what God told you in the light about your healing. Believe what God told you in the light about your deliverance. Believe what God told you in the light about your soundness. Believe what God told you about your restoration. I said, yeah, that's it. Because the enemy wants to bring as many situations, many problems, and many circumstances so that you cannot see what he's already made available for you. That's where the good fight comes in. Being consistently the same. You do not sit and talk about the problem. What Jesus didn't do was talk the problem. He always gave thanks and he spoke the answer. He gave thanks and he spoke the answer. Lord, I thank you. Not, oh God, my boils. You know, I don't have any, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the issue is, Lord, I thank you for my healing. That's the response. That's the faith response because grace makes, faith takes. So your faith takes what grace has already made. What grace has already made is healing, yes. and now you're to the point where you call those things that be not. It says God, even God, called those things that be not. That's right. <laughs> he called those things that be not. If there is sickness, you call. Healing, if there is lack, you call prosperity. Yes. If there is something broken, you call wholeness. Yes. Call those things that be not. Call the things that be not. Yes. Yes. She could stand in front of me all day long and call me Dolores. Yes. I will never come right. because that is not my name. That's right. She'll be standing there screaming Dolores and I'm like, mm, wish I could help her. That's not my name. Right. <laughs> But if she calls my name, I am coming. Yes. Mm -hmm. Are you calling what you want to see? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or are you calling the present situation? If you're calling the present situation, it works. Mm -hmm. You have what you've been saying. (laughs) It works. Mm -hmm. Fly the plane, y'all. Fly the plane. That's right. Fly the plane. Mm -hmm. If you keep saying, I'm sick, this thing is going to kill me. I thought I was going to die we will expect to not see you very soon. Because the word is very clear, Mark 11, 23, 24, you have what you say. But just as good on the other side on the reverse. You have what you say. So if there is sickness, I'm healed. Nope, doctor, I'm healed. I know what you said. I know what the scan says. I've seen it backwards, frontwards coming and going. I'm already healed. The word of God said he sent his word and it healed me. I'm healed from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet, down to the marrow and the sinew of my bones. I am healed. God sent his word and it healed me. It is life to those who find it. It is health and healing and medicine to all their flesh. I am healed. Guess what's showing up? Healing, because I called healing. I called healing when you are trying to speed up the manifestation, call the answer, not the problem. I already told you this day didn't come as a surprise to God, but he knew you were coming. He knew you were coming. He knew he knows your days. Isaiah says that we are all tattooed on the palm of his hand. He knows who you are. He knows how many hairs on your head manufactured or otherwise. He knows your weight, your height. He's not going to mix up a Kimmy in in Voorhees, Texas, the Kimmy that is in Voorhees, New Jersey. He's not going to make a mistake. He knows what you need, but what he is looking for is a child of God, a believer, a Christian to go ahead and tap into what he has already made available for you. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to earn it, but you sure better know how to fish for it. Yes. Go get what he made available for you. Yeah, right. That is ridiculous. I'm serious. I'm getting aggravated. But I'm just saying, because he wants you to get it. There are so many times that we've seen bad stories or heard bad stories of horrible parents. Mm-hmm. You know, and the social worker that, that works, with me, works with me, sometimes you're like, yeah, they get the parent of the year award. Just kind of things like... Who would call themselves a parent and do that with their child? And I can't help but what you've seen or what you've heard, God is not that type of parent. That's right. He allowed his son to come mm-hmm. and be the trespass offering. Yes. The trespass offering mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. He allowed, because we were the injurer. We're the ones that weren't giving God the glory and the honor and all that kind of stuff because we were in sin. But he allowed Jesus in Leviticus, uh, avail yourself. There are different types of offerings, and one of them happens to be the trespass offering. He allowed Jesus to become the recompense Mm. because God still needed justice. He demanded justice. Justice had to come. Mm -hmm. Justice had to come. He allowed Jesus to be the payment, He allowed Him to be the payment for you so that. On this day, whatever you would need, you already have it. That's right. Mm -hmm. right. And which is why in Psalm 69 and 4 and in the New Testament, it's John 15 and 25. And he says, They hated me without a cause. That's that's the messianic. So help yourself when you get a time. But what he was saying is, They hated me without a cause. Psalm 69 and 4 and John 15 and 25. What he was expressing is, I have to restore that which i didn't take away but if you look at it in the king james is very clear he said i restored that which i didn't take away which means we are restored and more importantly everything we need is restored i don't care what's missing or what's broken nothing broken and nothing missing in your life forever because he restored that which he did not take away if there is healing that is missing you're already restored you're already healed He restored that which he did not take away. If there's something missing, he didn't do it, but he gave an answer. Every member that's supposed to be here, however they're not here now, God restored that which he did not take away. Every car that was lost, every home that was lost, every job that was lost, he said, I restored that which I did not take away. I restored it. Are you going to use your faith? Take your fishing pole, take that fishing rod and go on head over into the things that have been made available to us. Made available to us. Are you going to go and reach over into the other side and grab what's already been done for you? Already been prepared for you? Already been made for you? You You don't have to work for it, but you got to know what to do to get it. And here's the thing, you've got to be able to keep your faith out there on the field long enough. That's the other thing. You've been talking foolishness about whatever. I'm a child, you know what? I'm broke. You know, I'm down to $2.26. And you know what? I should have known I probably wasn't going to do that. I wasn't going to have any money anyway. Okay. So you just add an extra word yep. of foolishness. So the most that you've been speaking of is the most of what you're going to have. But now you come to church and you hear it say, Look, Lord, I thank you. I'm the head, not the tail, above only and never again beneath. And then you're looking, as my grandma would say, hard as a dog. Where's that prosperity? You only said it one time, are you kidding me? You better get on that thing, you better keep your faith out there on the field, give him a glass of water, something to drink, give him a sandwich, but you tell him, come on slugger, girl, back on out there and do what you need to do. I've got stuff to get. I've got prosperity that's been made for you. You stay on out there until you bring that prosperity. And I don't care how long it takes, I'm not getting off that promise. I don't care what it looks like, what they told me, what I heard, I'm not getting off of it because it's mine. It is mine. In Exodus 22, go through there whenever you get a chance. But this talks about how the oxen was stolen and this, that, and the third. Anyway, the point was that whoever was stolen from, they were allowed to say, this is mine. It's yours. That house is yours. That job is yours. That healing, it is yours already. Appropriate it. Appropriate Use your faith to go and get it. And your faith is the word of God on that situation faith and word are coming together to go and get what's already been made available for you already been made faith comes by hearing faith comes by hearing and what you're looking for now is the answer the answer is the word of God and when you don't know Lord I thank you for the wisdom Lord I thank you for the wisdom on that situation and where do you get the wisdom the Bible says that we speak hidden wisdom when we pray in our prayer language, when we are praying in our prayer language, when you pray, you are praying that hidden wisdom. You're praying the answer, and even at that time, even after you finish praying, you're like, mm. even if you don't hear right then, you'll get it in some other place. You'll get the rainbow word. When you're going to go dump the trash, you'll get the Raymond word. When you're taking the kids to school, you'll get the Raymond word about exactly what you're supposed to do in that situation after you've already gotten the word on that situation. God is telling you what to do regarding what's going on in your life, but you've got to know God makes everything come out right. It is perfect for you. It is perfect. Every way you could think of and didn't know in the beginning, God made available for you. he He made available for you. When you get that word, you have to be fully persuaded. And you become fully persuaded by considering not. Consider not the bills that you got in. Consider not the notices you got in the mail. Consider not what the doctor told you. Consider not what they told you you did or did not qualify for. Consider not. Consider not. That's Romans 4, 16. Work your way all the way down to 21. Consider not. What goes against the word of God? Right. Consider the word, right. and like J. Iris, or one of them, <laughs> they told Jesus, "Hey, I, I, he's like, oh, look, I, I've got people that work under me. I know how it goes. Just say the word. Yeah. Speak the word only. Yep. Speak, the word right. only. Right. Speak the word only. Speak the word only. Speak the word of God." only so that you can see the end of your faith. It is nothing that we haven't heard before, but many times as the scripture says, we let these things slip. Yes. Don't let them slip. That's right. When you stand and you know the word of God and you get in there, then you're able to go ahead and enter, labor to enter into the rest. The rest is already prepared for you. We talked about it before and I'm gonna say this really quick that in Psalm 23 and for many years, we've heard it as a funeral scripture yeah. and it isn't, it's actually a prosperity scripture. Yeah. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down. That's a reclining position. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He restores. He restores. After you rest, He restores. He restores. Because you are now in a reclining position you are now in a rest position i think it's manuka is the hebrew or whatever that means to recline to rest to sit once you rest in the word of god on your situation he restores he knows that you trust him He knows that your faith is over here getting it in, getting it done, whatever it is it needs to do. And he knows that you're going to be consistent about saying, yes, this is mine and it's coming and it's bringing it and it's doing what it's supposed to. You're consistently the same about it all the time. He said, they're resting. They trust me. And faith has a clear path to come right on through and go ahead and say, you know what? That is what they said. Well, we're just going to walk on over and give them what they need. Yep. You keep your faith On the field long enough to get what was made available to you but on today as we take communion understand that Jesus was made your trespass offering he was made that for you he was the payment for every sin we would ever commit he was the payment for every disease that has a name and does not have a name. He was the payment for everything that you will ever need. He is the payment. And by so, his word says that he restored that which he did not take away. Our job is to get the word. Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.